Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to Faux Monday, the companion show to FOMO Sapiens. Of course, we'll be back with a new episode of FOMO Sapiens on Thursday, but until then, happy Faux Monday. My favorite day of the week, I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and FOMO Sapiens 24-7. And on last week's show, we talked to the author of Super Founders, Ali Temaseb, and we were talking with him about a bunch of stuff, really like how do you build a billion-dollar company? What sets these kinds of entrepreneurs apart? What's the secret, right? And I think that's important because as investors or as potential founders or as people who maybe want to work for a company, kind of knowing the playbook of what makes people successful is important to make better decisions. So I really like that show. And I started the episode by asking Ali, you know, are we in a bubble, right? And this was recorded before the current market turbulence. I will be straight with you on that. So he he was still maybe a little frothier than he would be today. But uh, now we are seeing like a bunch of corrections happening, right? So I, I don't want to predict the future, but we've had this crypto crash. We've had, you know, a lot of big stocks that were high flyers, the Spotify's and the Oatly's and, you know, across the economy, not just in tech, have seen, you know, their, their, their prices really go down. Look at Peloton, right? Yikes. I mean, that was the hottest stock last year. And, you know, it's it's incredible how something goes from hero to zero, not quite zero, but, you know, overnight things just really turn a corner. And so I've been watching this with great interest because those of you who know me well know that 2008 was my Waterloo, AIG, the company I worked for, big company, you know, billions of dollars of value, kind of the stock crashed by, oh my goodness, 90-something percent in a couple of days, and I was watching it, and I owned stock, and it was very traumatizing. So I get triggered. I get triggered by all these uh, these crazy movements in the stock market. And so the question is now, okay, fear-based decision-making leads to suboptimal incomes and suboptimal outcomes. Oh, I like that. I just came up with that. Incomes and outcomes. And so... I don't want to be making fear-based decisions. So I decided to dig into this a little bit and ask around smart people what they thought. And so I talked to a venture capitalist, somebody who's been on this show before. I'm not going to say names because I did not want to you know, put this person on the spot to make a public comment. So I'm just putting it in sort of saying that this person was telling me about what they're seeing in their own portfolio. And what they're seeing is, number one, that you know, companies that were, were doing well before 
are still, you know, they're still going to do well in terms of being able to find capital. There's sort of haves and haves nots out there. There's the companies that, you know, raise huge rounds and investors love them and they're performing and they should be reasonably, I would say, you know, resilient or very resilient. The have nots, companies that couldn't raise money and were struggling and, you know, were always running out of cash or, you know, these ideas that were not beloved by investors, like they're, they're in big trouble. It's going to be really hard for them. Number two, we should expect volatility to continue, right? It's just now there's this kind of like animal spirits out there a little bit. And I think, I mean, it's crazy because you you also have to think across a bunch of markets. So there's like, you know, the general economy, then there's like real estate, then there's like crypto, then there's like NFTs, and then there's tech investing. And so there's going to be volatility and just know that, you know, sort of buckle your seatbelt a little bit because we are we are kind of moving into a new phase of things as it were it seems like we have entered the the phase of more ups and downs than we've had the last couple of years especially with like the remember the pandemic happened and the market went up and that, that blew my mind number three we're going to see companies driving to profitability and one example is, and those of you who follow me on Instagram know I like to make fun of all these 15-minute delivery services, and I actually just like download them and then use their promo code to get $30 of free groceries and then erase them because like, I mean, it's free money. Thank you, venture capitalists. Uh, and so we're going to see companies like that are going to have a reckoning because they're losing so much money. If they're giving me free groceries all the time, how are they making money? And in fact, I read in the paper yesterday and this is a hat tip to my friend Dan Mathis. He sent this to me because he knows how I feel that one of these companies, Joker, may be trying to sell its operations in New York City just because they lost so much money. And their investors are like, hey, you can't, you can't keep going like this. And so I think we're going to see more of that. Um, I'm just thinking about companies that I've invested in where I talking to management teams, they say, no, 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 we need to make a move towards profitability. Cut the fat. Let's hit it. Next, less froth. Okay, we're not going to see people investing in stupid ideas as much. Let's hope not anyway. I mean, we don't need stupid ideas. We need smart ideas. But I would say, you know, keep in mind, this is not 2000, 2001. This is not companies that have no business model and are raising huge rounds based on eyeballs. No, there are real companies out there. It's just that the valuations are too aggressive and these companies are spending too freely and they just need to rein it in a little bit. So I'm not super pessimistic. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so, but that's kind of where I am. But what I want to talk to in specific points today is what you should do as an entrepreneur. So we're going to talk about how as an investor entrepreneur, you can start thinking about either as an entrepreneur building your company or as an investor, how you assess companies that you might want to look at. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to NetSuite.com slash FOMO. That's NetSuite.com slash FOMO. NetSuite.com slash FOMO. FOMO. All right. So how do we deal with this uncertain period of time? How do we make better decisions? I got four things for you. Based on my experience from the last time around as an investor during a tech downturn, number one, cash is king. The companies that lived through the, the last kind of upheaval in the market, and in fact, any sort of major upheaval, are the ones that had cash. So if you just raise money, you're like, ooh, this is nice, right? Whether an investor, whether you're an entrepreneur, it's sort of like, let me use this money to make smart decisions. I have flexibility. I have runway. I don't have to worry about going out and raising money where investors are going to be highly skeptical. So holding on to cash, even if you didn't just raise money, if you have cash, don't spend it on silly things. Okay. And that's really number two. It leads you right into number two, which is do not waste money on things that don't drive revenue and get you closer to profitability. I remember, you know, in the first internet boom, like people threw crazy launch parties and they had beautiful offices. And then like when tech came back again and the lean startup was kind of the, the and we'll talk about that next week. Um, when, when the lean startup was like the hot thing, uh, people didn't waste money on silly things. They were like, uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to actually use the money to build our team and our company and our product. We're not going to like just do silly things. That has reverted. I mean, I just talked about, for example, this example of, you know, all of these uh, these companies giving groceries to Patrick for, you know, for nothing. Uh, that stuff can't continue. It's a waste of money. And so we're going to we're going to see companies getting away from that. So if you're an investor in a company and, and, and or you're starting a company, like just don't waste money on silly things. It doesn't get you anywhere. And frankly, the companies that do waste money, they're going to disappear. And the ones who are a little bit more rigorous will be there to eat up the whole market in the aftermath. Next, uh, if you are a founder and you're raising money, I would say you got to reset your expectations. Like the days of ridiculous, frothy valuations where, you know, your company doubles its valuation every six months. Sorry, those are done. Um, and in fact, VC investors right now are all excited because they're like, oh, we're going to finally be able to reprice the market and actually get some sensible valuations out there. So that's just going to happen. Um, and I think as a founder, I mean, I know it doesn't feel good, right? It's like, oh, bummer. You know, we just had this incredible period where we were basically, you know, we were raising all this money and everybody was just throwing money at us. And now we're not anymore. Well, I'm sorry, but, you know, that's just that's just the way things are. And so move on, you know, be happy that you're alive, try to raise money at a reasonable valuation, but don't expect it to go through the roof. And as an investor, you know, um, think about how you can find companies that have made the mental adjustment to sensibility because things were too out of control. It wasn't good, right? It's bad. It's bad for everybody. And finally, don't freak out. No need to freak out. Freak out, you know, as I said, fear-based decision-making leads to suboptimal income, and outcomes. And so fear is bad. That being said, things are going to be harder. The easy days are over. So just like mentally prepare yourself and your team, make a plan, think about contingencies, uh, because if you can do that and you can smartly pivot through this series of crises and changes, you're going to be doing really well 
in the period where things stabilize and come back. And that may be quicker than we think, but it's just, uh, it's important to keep your head about you, right? Keep calm and carry on. All right, those are my thoughts. I would love yours. So feel free to reach out to me at Patrick J. McGinnis on Instagram, at PJ McGinnis on Twitter, or you can email me at letsconnect at patrickmcginnis.com. And whatever you do, just stay calm. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on Thursday. Until then, have a great week, FOMO Sapiens. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO Sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages, but I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. 